Force, the squad discussed Netflix's upcoming season of Cobra Kai. Cat reviewed Disney's beta game, Dreamlight Valley, and we talked about J.K. Rowling's interesting book, Ink Black. Don't read it. See what we're talking about today, now on Geek Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely G-Squad of Amy, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. How hello, hello, hello. Goes good. Hello. It goes. <laughs> it's like a character from Louie. Going, going proper right, proper fit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been another... Another day, another dollar. So let's get into mm-hmm. it. Um, so um, back on the Disney Plus app again, Disney released a new Star Wars show that I feel like we've been talking about a couple of times in our past few episodes. We have Andor, which is basically like a prequel of Rogue One. If any, if any of our listeners remember Rogue One, I know it's kind of far back in all the movies that have been coming out, but it was uh, one of the best Star Wars movies, in my opinion. And in this show, it's going to be a 12-episode uh, show in season one, uh, detailing basically how did we, how did the uh, Rebels build up to that moment in Rogue, in Rogue One, um, starting with uh, Cassian Andor. It's 24. Ep- right? they, they, they've been approved for two seasons. Yep. Well, oh, for season one, is, yeah. season one is yeah, twelve. Yeah, so going to be twenty-four episodes in total. Season two, two seasons, aiming, and that's it's and already that's gonna, for season two. <laughs> yeah, it's going to cover the five years leading up to Rogue One. Oh my god! I, I, can I take a like a break from from Star Wars content? Star Wars content no. for like a year? <laughs> See now, remember when Ray said this about Marvel? Now you're really like this because about Star Wars. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say you're tired? Did you just say you're tired? Yes. Oh, you mean the you I'm mean tired. the character you're oh, you tired, you um, who happens to be a rebellion leader in season three of Andor, <laughs> who is the who's the creature that discovers the saber crystals that is utilized by uh, offshoot character that we're going to tie into the trilogy somehow. That's what you mean. That character. Yeah. Four seasons yep. in a movie approved. already Um, what are your thoughts on this Uh, Disney released the first three episodes so far if anyone's seen it what are your thoughts on it so far or how do you feel like it's gonna go Uh, or how's it gonna go down I I like Diego Luna (laughs) Diego Luna (laughs) I like how how, how, Diego Luna is Uh, he's definitely and he got the scars guard I (laughs) love They got the scars guard. The little robot was cute. Um, there was, I there's, there's, they're clearly really trying to appreciate the world building of Star Wars. You can see that a lot in this show. They're spending a lot of time mm-hmm. on Diego Luna's backstory, and I don't want to say it's bad. I actually kind of like it, but. Um, it is a little slower pace for people that want some faster paced Star Wars. But, you know, first three episodes ended off with a big 
was a big blowout shebang, lots of explosions and stuff. So like there's, they know that's what people want. So they're getting it in there. They're just not afraid to tell a story at the same time, which I like. Um, it felt a little slow, but I feel like 12 episodes, we're going to like, I want to see what else they want to do. This is very, it almost feels very differently shot than Boba Fett. Does Mm -hmm. anyone else have that opinion? Like it, like it oh, feels yeah. more cinematography yeah, like. Um, mm-hmm. So the that part is going to be kind of cool because they're if they're doing five years and Andor is going to go run around and do this and that for the rebellion. There must be a lot of planets they did in this show too, so that might be why they were just like, let's just do two seasons, build a bunch of cool sets, do a bunch of beautiful things, mm-hmm. and. I like this timeline, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, it's. I also the biggest con I have is I'm tired of this television format. I've mm-hmm. said it already of Marvel. Like it, I need a whole. I need all twelve seasons to to get a full story. Um, give me some mm-hmm. arcs. I actually think this show would be better if they'd release it like three episodes a week or something, and like did mm-hmm. it in arcs or something because. Mm-hmm just week by week that it's about to become after those three episodes, if they're keeping the same pace, ugh, that's going to, I'm just going to wait till it's all out. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, I liked your comment about just the way it looks like it. I definitely was like very aware of like, Oh, this is shot so differently from Boba Fett. Uh, like just the way that they're going about shooting this uh, just comes across as like, oh, this is like definitely could and honestly should be if it could be a movie. Like it, it felt like, oh, they're, they're going for a real, like like a good movie feel, like a good story feel, which is where I think like the shortness of it always like is jarring to me of like, oh, this could have been like the start of a movie. Like you could have just kept going. I kind of got the whole thing in this one shot and I had to like keep stopping and starting and keep stopping and starting. Um, so yeah, I think like the, the, I'm hoping that the pacing does adjust itself. I'm hoping it doesn't fall into the pattern of what we like to call the Marvel thing where as soon as you hit the, the middle of a season, they're just like, great, we gotta, we gotta get to the end as fast as possible. So I'm hoping that the pacing does you know, figure itself out. We get more out of it. I'm not sure if they maybe design the first three episodes just to be like bait and we're going to get, you know, some good stuff coming forward. I don't know. I'm hoping we are. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how they choose to go about this story. Uh, and I liked Rogue One when it came out. I thought it was very interesting to have a movie where literally everyone dies. Uh, it's like, cool. Like mm-hmm. this is like, giving us this kind of like really interesting story where it's like, cool, like you're not going to see any of these characters again. You're going to get as much character development as possible. And you're going to have these memorable lines. I am one with the force. The force is one with me. These really awesome characters. And then it's just going to be over and we're going to have to deal with it. I'm like, that's a great concept of like a film. So I am a little, I was a little surprised to see that. Oh, cool. That really fun movie that we, people were surprised was really great. We're just going to just really stretch it out a little bit more. Because people liked it so much, we're going to squeeze out as much as possible from it. Uh, and I'm thinking it might be it, – it's going to be a turning point for this specific uh, franchise. Like, is it going to be one that people are going to be like, oh, I'm so glad we got more background details on, on the prequel to Rogue One? Or it's going to be like, great, this is obviously them – trying to get as many Star Wars led materials out as possible to keep, you know, that IP going in our brains and in our minds. Um, but thus far, 
combat was cool. Um, it does have the feel and vibe of like some kind of spy novel, which is interesting and very fun and very secretive. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they try to, you know, pursue this further and what memorable uh toys we're going to be introduced to so they can sell little bb8s or mm-hmm. little robots or little grogu's like what's going to be what's going to be little toy item of the year that's what i got for me what do you think uh e um i mean it was slow and i kind of wish it wasn't three episodes to get to that point but i mean i'm intrigued what they're going to do with him what they're going to include but i mean i'll hold judgment till the end of the season all right cat round us out what was your feeling what were your vibes i really like this show this came across as a sci-fi drama when watching it i wasn't even thinking about star wars it was more of just sci-fi drama like, the only connections I had were basically Diego Luna and the Skarsgård man. And later on, we'll eventually see, like, Forrest Whitaker and stuff. But at now, um, just starting, it was really, it was slow. But um, knowing that there was three episodes, and they were long. Their first episode was slow and long, which I was just like, where are we going with this? Um, but by the third episode... I was like, I didn't know if they should have whittled all that, all that material down to like one or two episodes, or were they just getting us used to just the world building of the story? Because again, this, this story is very unique in a way of like, it's not the typical Star Wars, like, you know, as far as we know with Jedi and all that stuff, this is literally regular everyday people living during the time of the empire so looking it up this is from the obi-wan show which was the last star wars show this is four years after obi-wan and this is 14 years before the mandalorian so you're in that nice sweet spot of uh stuff popping off you know um and seeing how everyone was just abiding their time working and struggling and then learning i think my favorite part about the show is just learning about um was it the canary like that part that was very interesting like super new to me and i was like okay okay um i was surprised to see fiona shaw so early and how she took in him when he was a child um and uh kind of raised him and stuff and seeing how he's just a man who just <laughs> he's really a what do they call aladdin He's a riffraff, like street, street riff. Riff. yeah. That's that is literally Andor. Like he like he acts like a space Aladdin to me, um, and I'm really wondering how he has lived this long. Cause, you know, in space, you get killed for shit like that. Um, but so far, I really like it. I like where it's going. I actually did like the whole um, how the security guards, basically the extreme security guards, how. Uh, the guy was like, all we want to do is just write how it was an accident and move on. And how the younger guy was like, no, we're going to do all this shit. By the end of episode three, he got so many people killed. I was just like, bruh, all you had to do was one thing. Now I'm actually looking forward to see what, what happens mm. to him because he had one thing to do. 
and he couldn't even do it. Um, but I feel like I, I agree with Ray. I feel like I think I enjoyed it because of the three episodes. So I feel like I might too. I I too might wait to at least either wait three up epi- like just watch it three episodes at mm. a time, or just wait for them to all come out, um, and then watch it like that. Because I think the one episode's definitely going to mess with the pacing, and I'm not going to be so immersed in the world like I was for those three hours of watching those episodes. Well, hey, there you go. Well, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, this other Star Wars property and. We'll see what happens to this man, uh, Cyril, trying to be that young buck in his brand new job, trying to oh, trying to do too much. Didn't want to listen to the old guy. He was like, "Listen, I've been here, been doing this a long time. You don't want to do this." And he was like, "I think I'm, like, I'm young and I'm energetic." And it's like, "Oh, you fucked up. You, you ruined this for everybody." You should just the, the look of his face looking around. I was like, "Yep." Yep, should just should just took that L, my boy. You <laughs> wanted to go above and beyond. Should have just wrote that report. That's what you get. That's, that's, that's what you get for to be a company that's man. To, that's what happened to my my Tim boy. He had to take an L. He messed up. He he caused all of that. He didn't have to do that. He had that look on his face the whole time during those um, three episodes too. Like, whoops, I messed up. I shouldn't have called. Him. I shouldn't have called the cops on him. What will I do? <laughs> oh God! Right, right, I felt right. the least sympathetic to what was going on. I'm like, you just I keep putting like, your nose just, in people's business. That's karma. Like, you karma. Get Over you here. shot. That's why I was like, literally, it was the equivalent of like someone's boyfriend like reading her texts and like just doing too much. And he's like, you shouldn't be going through her phone. You, you shouldn't be going through Basically. her phone. Now you got got. You out here. But wasn't that like in episode one where she was like meeting with Andor and like she's like, oh, I'm gonna go whatever. He followed and her. Like in five seconds, that man followed her. I was like, hold up, who is this man? I thought they like just started dating, and I was like, he's a red yeah, flag. No and so knowing that. It just got worse for him, but I didn't think he was gonna die so soon. Hey, hey. I thought he would later be like a a traitor or snitches something. Get but snitches, yeah. Stitches get stitches. He, he ran it immediately. Um, he went straight to the. I love how the other alien. I love how the other drunk. alien was like, "What are you doing yeah. behind me? I'm on the phone, sir." And like, <laughs> it's like, "Oh, it's white behind me. Me protect my stuff." And it's like, "Move his body." I was I like, "Yes, this you. Alien, you protect your stuff." <laughs> Don't trust him in the galaxy. Don't trust Um, him. (laughs) I do want to say this is being under the direction of Tony Gilroy. If you don't know who he is, he's done like Born Legacy, Mm -hmm. did Michael Clayton. He was was a big producer of House of Cards. So Andor, the way it looks, the way it looks, because that is kind of like his style, is like that cinematic dramatic look. Not dramatic, but like it looks like a drama, like you're watching a Mm -hmm. drama look because of his thing. So I didn't know he was doing that until I saw his name in the credits. So I was like, okay, I, I have a good feeling because he he puts out he doesn't put out a lot of stuff, but he he does pretty solid work on stuff. And so I feel pretty positive in moving forward in the next episodes. It's uh, just he clo- it does make sense episodes. that he I, I thought somebody on this show had to have been related to the project. Uh, he co wrote. Yeah, he was a writer. Rogue One. Rogue One. So writer, yeah. director, producer. So, he kind of knows where it's going. Keeping his character going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true too. So yeah, looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll probably update the listeners so far. Probably towards the end of the season. I believe that probably ends in what, like 
end of October, beginning of November, eh. knowing that each episode. No. Eh, we'll get there. It's 12, um, so probably December. End of November, somewhere in there. After one right. week, yeah. You might take some... Dang. Let's hold on. Maybe don't to wait until then. episode. No Star Wars Christmas. No. Honestly, if they were going to redo anything, it would make sense for them to redo a Star Wars. If they brought back Daisy Ridley and like John Boyega to do a Star Wars Christmas, I'd watch that. Oh my god! Oh man, that's gonna be wild. Christmas and Obi Wan, I'll watch the hell out of it. They just did like an updated Star Wars Christmas special, and like just brought back and just made like a full comedy. That is such a money grab. It's not even funny. They just made it like like a full like weird like great. Let's just do what if but for Star Wars and made it like a comedy. We're like Obi Wan, what are you doing? Oh, stop it! You get you get WandaVision. Oh, Star Wars where, Christmas spirit. Oh, God. Where the family is, uh, <laughs> true, true. what'd you call it? It's Anakin and Padme and Luke and Leia as twins. You could do a whole WandaVision episode mm-hmm. with that and uh, with even oh, with o- Uncle Obi Wan. Uh, this is like a whole anime story. <laughs> this is your potential future, Again, Anakin. Imagine it though. <laughs> imagine that show. Hated. Alternate lives? Oh my god. Hated back in like a little sweater vest, acting like the dad, like who just didn't like murder his, his friend. And you have like, literally, you have all the characters. You have Padme, you have Leia, you have Luke, you have all these other intentional characters who are just like acting like nut. Basically, I imagine it kind of like Attack on Titan high school where it's just like yes it's like yes. we're just gonna like ignore that this horrific thing's happening in the regular attack on titan and just change it up a little bit for attack on titan <laughs> high school we're like oh they're stealing our lunches i would watch that i would be fully into just watching a sitcom where they're doing like force tricks and then and then anakin's like luke put it down no they oh, have to live in it no, they would. They would live in the Galactic Senate, and he. They would. She'd be going oh, back God. to work as a senator, and all and this stuff. Know, It'd be, and you know who? They'd be a course on the whole time. You'd be a course on the whole time. If there's one thing that this show needs, just to really like sink it into like the '90s or late '80s sitcom, you got Jar Jar Binks just rolling up and like, "Go home, Jar Jar. Misa, sorry, get out of here." <laughs> you throw out like Will Smith style. You throw out of the front house. Get out of here. Is like, Yoda? Is Yoda going oh, no, to be no. the That's next door neighbor like Wilson? I, I feel like you would, you'd have to get someone else. I'm like, <laughs> like the hey, going way too high. what's going on? How are you feeling, Anakin? <laughs> you know, giving advice. I feel like it would, it would, Every time no, they come it outside. would be Qui-Gon Jinn would be the next door neighbor. Just like he, he, he would drop oh dimes of wisdom and it'd be, it would fit his character perfectly. This As his landscape in his yard. <laughs> If this if this suddenly happens, I'm gonna know how it happens. Oh god, we just pitched the perfect comedy. We you just pitched the perfect it. comedy right there. It was so so good. <laughs> I'm just saying right now that could honestly, I'd watch it, and I wouldn't and I wouldn't be mad. Like yeah. you know what, this is dumb, but I knew what I was signing up for. This is the best thing I was signing up for. that I revived. This is, this is, that would be yeah. the best thing that we in the Star Wars. And, and speaking of like endless content that there's just available, like, yo, Netflix decided to, hey, you know, Disney's dropping their whole thing. Uh, let's drop our whole thing and talk about all of our things we got coming up because they got quite a bit. Uh, can't tell us at the top of that list what's the one thing we're most interested in. So Netflix had their little showcase of Netflix to doom, which is like the noise of Netflix as you log in to doom. Um, A lot of excellent stuff coming out between now and 2023. 
um, from TV shows to movies to anime to even international shows. In my honest opinion, I think the biggest thing is probably The Witcher. Mm-hmm. We've I don't mm-hmm. know about you, but again, every time The Witcher does production, I'm keeping an eye on it. They finished uh, about a month or so ago. Um, summer 2023 is when The Witcher comes out. But don't fret. We have another spinoff that's coming out in December called The Witcher Blood mm-hmm. Origins. I believe that's the one Michelle Yeoh is going to yep. actually do a voice for a character. No, if I remember she, correctly. It's, live, it's live action. It's I very, think. I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, she's going to be. Yes, this is one. I think she's one of the. Action one. Oh, God. One of the older. I forget what they used to call like the the, the older elves in this world. I'm losing names of lore yeah. as we're cross referencing it to different yeah. elves across different. Things. Yes. She's a, she's, a, she's a respected old elven character. Um, but very excited for that. I really, the one thing I really like about Netflix is they're definitely doing the richer uh, series correctly. Not doing too much, but they're putting out quality content. It's not doing too much, in my opinion. So looking forward to that. Um, other stuff that I would say, maybe not for some of y'all who are not Bridgerton friends, but another big thing is the Bridgerton spinoff about Queen Man. Charlotte. Um, I would say the casting is perfect. Um, who is playing her? Uh, they showed a clip, and I will say everyone online fell in love. That, too, is coming out in the beginning of 2023, which Bridgerton Season 3 will be coming out more in the spring-summer of 2023. Um, on top of that, we do have um, some movie. Oh, and our other favorite show, I don't know about you guys, but You, was just another huge Netflix clip <sighs> with... Again, uh, another yes, one I will you, never understand. Long narrated. I will never understand the infatuation. Marlon, with that. don't even say it. You watch I crazy do. stuff. You watch the crazy the, stuff that I yeah, actually I do, like. This is one of like, why are white stuff. women so obsessed with this man who is stalking them? Like, oh, I want a man like that. So, and it's like, you want so to stalk you? That's dangerous. People die like that. He's very attentive. He's very attentive. Because that's women why. make bad choices, Marlon. You know have Kat you not learned this from every you know movie? That's true. TV and I want to attach to something else. Kat. Recently, there was this like uh, Vine celebrity, now TikTok person, who like a fan ran up to their house and like came inside. And this woman, instead of like most people would do, called the police, was just like, okay, let's just hang out now. And they went online being like, listen, we have a we have a duty to be kind to people. So, of course, I'm not going to call the police on this man who broke into my home. I'm going to show him kindness. And we hung out all day. And everyone's like, do not tell women to just be accepting of men running into their houses. You this is you. Stabbed. This is this is the world because she was of having you. a manic episode, Marlon. She didn't really know what was going on. She's you should word it several videos of like, oh, it's fine. It's OK. Just do it. That's insane. <laughs> I, don't do it. I don't know how they got away with that knowing our climate, but don't repeat what you see. Like, as grown people, and most of us are grown people, don't be copying what you, don't be copying what you White see on nonsense. TV. <laughs> that too. Um, but yes, you season four is coming out four. All right. uh, in November. Yeah, and this time they're in Europe, hey. so very interesting to see that. We also have Enola Home Season 2, which was another big hit with Millie Bobby Brown. And our uh, Henry Cavill back. That will be coming out, I believe, in uh, November as well. A lot of November things um, since October has the spooky stuff. And then, of course, Wednesday. Sweet November. 
Right. Wednesday is premiering on a Wednesday. Netflix heard our pleas and it will be coming out November 23rd, which is right before Thanksgiving. And we get to see Wednesday Adams in a golf boarding school called Nevermore. And the chaos begins. Um, and those are just some examples. Oh, I guess don't forget Gilmore Del Toro's Pinocchio, since I think we talked about last week, we talked about the other Pinocchio. And there's something. You did see the new Pinocchio. Delete it from it your happen. mind. Gilmore Del is telling like a horror version of this Pinocchio that's coming out um, this winter, I believe. No, I don't have a date, but this winter. Um, t- definitely check out for that because if there's one thing he knows what to do is take a kid's fairy tale and make it spooky as hell. I feel so, like, looking forward and to there that are also well. some more important ones on there, Kat, that are you know for the culture. No, I was going to leave it to you. I was for just sure. starting off. I'm going to leave got, it to you. Honestly, what I'm looking forward to above all else, they clone Tyrone. Uh, that to me oh, yeah, is going to be an absolute <laughs> laugh riot. You got John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, and Tiana Paris. Jamie Foxx, and it, and it looks yes, like it's going to yes. be like some kind of like really cool like like uh, Pulp Fiction mystery. Mm-hmm. Like it honestly, gives me sorry to bother you vibes. Where it's like there's going to be some random mm-hmm. like uh, horse person that pops up. Okay, Sapiens attack! It's like wait, what happened? Right, I, this right. is a whole different film. It literally is giving me a vibe like this is going to be a wild ride. Like, I knew it was going to be wild when I saw John Boyega's hair plus the grill. I'm like, oh, we're going in. This is going to be wacky as hell. And then you, of course, see Jamie Foxx's hair and his clothing. And you see Tiana. I'm like, oh, we're going. This is a throwback. This is going to be some kind of like black exploitation type film. Uh, And that one is going to be exciting as hell. It's going to be rated R. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Um, That one comes out December 30th. New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. So it's coming out. Eve before New Year's It's happening. <laughs> and then, of course, we have um, another one that I'm interested in checking out uh, because we saw his first one. Uh, we have Glass Onion coming out. A Knives Yay. Out sequel. Or, yeah, Pretty which similar. I'm like, yeah, like this is going to be interesting to watch. So we got that coming out, which is going to be a dope one. I'm excited to see. A bunch of do. new celebrities. I can't wait to. Daniel Craig is yeah. back with a bit, bunch of new Daniel celebrities. Daniel Craig is back with his foghorn, leghorn, southern, I say, I say accent <laughs> that literally, I don't know who told that him that that's what people sound like. And, Probably. And he would. He do. I feel like he watching do. it, I'm like, oh, Daniel. Oh, this is this accent's a stretch, my guy. This accent's a real stretch. Now I see, I see that you have over here uh, in this here corner. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, wonderful. <laughs> it's so good. It's honestly, I, I love his performance. I can tell people, you know what? Everyone says that American accents are so easy. Look at Daniel fucking Craig struggle to do his Southern accent for a full, like, almost two hours of dialogue. And it's like, oh, God, this it's is terrible, true. Daniel. You just got to stop it. And someone's like, no, 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 keep it up. You're doing the exactly what we want you to do. Just turn it up higher. I want you. I want you to pretend that you have molasses in your mouth, Daniel. I want you to really chew up the scenery like you got you a biscuit. You really got to talk about how your mama down in Mississippi once told you that a gator, you never trust a gator with shoes on because, you know, how to get those shoes? <laughs> 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 it's like, Daniel, these idiots don't make no sense when you keep doing it, my dog. You keep doing it. Oh, that one's out. Oh, God. And then, of course, we have Squid Games uh, Season 2, or I like to call it, yeah. Why Didn't You Just Get On The Goddamn Plane? That part! Why do we Literally, have a season 2? Like, I knew a season it was coming, two that but... didn't need to happen. You just got on the plane and left. 
You should be like, you know what? I barely I escaped stop deuces. It with his ketchup I'm red hair. Here. But he's I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to all of a sudden be a super mega hero and go back. Because revenge, game. Marlon. Revenge. Look, I'm all about. How else do any shows operate? The thing. I'm about the philosophy of mind the business. I will go on that plane and forget mind everything. The business. Man, like, this man got the money. He got the money to go and be with his kids. Okay, he only played the game to get the money to be with his kid. He succeeded on that. He had no other reason to come back other than, you know, that antagonizing text being like, stop looking into this. And it's like, well, you know what? I don't like being told what to do. I'm going to drop my bag and go back into this game after telling his daughter, oh, I can't wait to see you. We're going to go back. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. All of a sudden, hey, leave us alone. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm on the first plane back. Right. Listen, I might be injured and have a limp and have a, a bajillion dollars and catch up red hair, but I ain't no bitch. I'm going to come back and beat you right in the face. <laughs> I'm going to come back for East you. Street's East Street's taught me. I'm going to come back for East you. Street's taught me. You're like my dog. You could have just called it a mulligan. Like, you know what? I hate everything about this, but I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not being a part of this anymore. But he's like, no, 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 no. Because this series was so great. I got to go back and do it all over again and scar people energy. for life after liking characters and having to watch them die because people are mean to them. Justice for Ali. I'll say to the day I die, justice for Ali. Oh, I'm gosh, still yes. so mad about how to they me, did that my boy. To me, that was the saddest death. I'm so... That was the saddest death for oh, me. I have never been so frustrated ever to watch this man get conned and be like, no, Ali, you don't trust everyone. <laughs> He was so confused. He didn't deserve it. That's the sad part. He was so confused when he died. And that that, that kills so me. Like, just about he was it like, what do you sad. mean my friend's coming? My friend said he's good. I'm like, oh, baby. And he died. So Get confused. That poor baby. Oh, gosh, he my was heart. Being so, he was being kind to every person. And he didn't have to be. And I knew it was going to come down to him dying. And I knew I wasn't getting ready just for it. And I wasn't. Nice. Right? Oh it's God! Not about being nice. Now we gotta endure this again in season two. Yeah, I, maybe worse. You maybe said worse it best. We didn't need a season two of this show, um, but this is what we're getting. And uh, so, yeah, the uh, y'all mentioned that at the start of the show, though the the thing that I y'all reminded me to be excited about is the Magic the Gathering animation show, and yes. it sounds like they didn't talk about it in this a dumb thing so it might get pushed back into next year is what's incredibly likely at this point uh but yeah. i forgot before looking it up that uh executive producers are the russo brothers on that so ah! and they're like spending oh, it they like really i spent some money on a good animation team so and they're they're big magic fans they said hey. in some interviews so supposedly they're giving it a lot of love and care that so that, that should be really oh, good yeah. once it comes out there's a lot of content there just like how they did with Arcane that mm-hmm. they literally could just do an Arcane with mm-hmm. the magic timeline. You could just pick a spot and yeah. pick some characters and there's just a lot of stuff there. So, And it's like, cool. yeah, and they don't have to explain the rules of the game, which I feel like I still don't know how to play no. League of Legends, <laughs> but I love Arcane. <laughs> I have no clue how you yeah. play it or like the fact that they have so many things or they're, I think I know that there's a Nexus 
And I heard that because I was watching a TikTok about it, about like a an E three thing happening. I'm like, oh, that's what that's called. But other than that, like, I have no clue about that world. So I think it just proves that yo, these characters are really cool and amazing, and with the right writing team, it can transcend the game itself and maybe even uh, lure people in to uh, check out the game itself. Because, right? Yeah. Oh, and honestly, I forgot about this. This is on the petty side of Netflix that I feel like is so incredibly disrespectful. Uh, Netflix is doing a blockbuster TV show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's right. And to me, it's like, damn, y'all are me. Y'all are me. And Melissa Ferreira. Like a documentary or <laughs> like a sitcom? What is a sitcom with Randall yeah. Park, J.B. Smooth, Ma- oh, Melissa Fumero from, uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's just like, y'all are disrespectful. Y'all closed down the blockbuster only to start a blockbuster sitcom. And it's like, y'all are mean. Y'all are really. And honestly, it literally, I think it's about a sitcom comedy series on on the business. It essentially ran out of business. So it's going to be talking about this blockbuster dealing with being shut down. I think it's. Yeah, it's it is one of the last blockbusters or something, as I remember hearing about also. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm like, yep. y'all are it's y'all are, great. y'all are dirty for this. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Love it. I need like a little bit of, I need a little bit of clerks energy out of that, and uh, I think we're with Randall Park and Melissa Ferrero. That's exactly what you're gonna get because they're just both it's really silly. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. They're really great. good at comedy. Yeah, and I think to like wrap things up on the Netflix thing, we have a couple of the, uh, live action uh, based uh, films or series that they're doing based off of anime or, or animated series. You have the Avatar: Last Airbender uh, that's coming out, and you also have Did they show the more One of that. Piece. Um, they didn't show too much of it. Um, I, I I'm, I'm only pulling it up on like the Tadum article. I don't think they showed it yet. I don't think it's like I think all they've done so far is get the the cast in in order, and I think they're going over like a lot of like how they're going to choose to do it. What's great about the Avatar one is that hey, when it comes out, it will be a thing, and we can talk shit about it because as you true. recall, it's the one where. Uh, the I think the sure owners were like no longer involved, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's a bad sign." Okay. Uh, but the One Piece one, uh, I think Oda himself Why? like helped out with like you know uh, yeah. the casting for it, and I love that. But he's like, "Oh, I'm going to be hands on with this. Like, we're going to make sure this works yeah, out." Okay. Even the sets, down to the sets are really nice too. I've seen mm-hmm. some, really? some of the little oh, uh, some of the little promotional okay, videos they've done in that Mary? show that have Yo. shown some of the sets and like the ship set <sighs> is like they actually built the ship. The ship so fucking and, good. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff that they did. Me? I mean, that the One Piece one won't, it won't be bad, but it won't be great. Exactly. Okay, because if it was too good, that means you're gonna get oh, a no, bunch no, no. of new people. I'm okay. One Piece, and I'm, like, I'm okay. I'm okay if it's too good. If it's too I'm okay good, if it's too honestly, good. If there's any live action anime that I think would be the too good one, I would hope it'd be this one because it's kind of really fun. Uh, but what I love about okay. it is like I think like initially folks are being kind of pissy like, like they're always are when it comes to like people of color being an anime. But the Oda's like, I literally said in one of the Shonen Jump articles, the actual nationalities of several characters and a few of them, I really made sure to state they are not white. 
and I put where they were from. So please don't come at me. Like literally was like, I wrote this. Like Luffy is Brazilian. I put it in his little thing that if there was going to be a place he would come from, it would be Brazil. Like it's right in there. And like Usopp, South Africa, it's in there as well. He was like, this is, I wrote this. Don't be dicks about this. Like we talked, like y'all are terrible. You're not fans of mine. People who are real fans know the answers to these questions. Yes, you stick it to them because they were they were literally starting to be like, why does that Luffy look a little brown? It's like, don't you fucking start. Don't you even start this right now. <laughs> that man is brown. Like, he's not pale on the cartoon. Like, I don't he's know. Just and and people that are white people, they literally have blonde hair or they have like, or, or they have bright. like red hair. And it's like, cool. Like, I think Nami's from like Sweden. And yeah. uh, if you like, it's like, yeah, like people can be different. It's, it's a pirate world. There are, there's dragon people. In this world. <laughs> there's fish. There's, there's a single fish character. There's cheetah people. <laughs> There's, there's, all, there's, there's all sorts of stuff in one piece there's there's a bird uh, creature that ate a devil fruit that turns him into a horse okay let's just land on uh, that yeah. <laughs> it's out of pocket worldwide calm down people I just, I, yeah i agree but now hearing from you guys that makes me feel a little more confident because i <laughs> I was unsure that was another live action thing that we didn't need it, but it actually sounds like, hey, we might actually need to take a look into this and it might be pretty positive if this is the the stance already taken before it's finished shooting. Yeah, so we got a lot looking forward to and um, we should be seeing what they're doing. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm also seeing something here that I didn't see earlier that kind of is alarming. Um, <laughs> this one's this one's me just being petty and fun. So Death Note's oh. getting a second crack at it on Netflix and another adaptation, but it's by the Duffer Brothers. Oh yeah, that's right. They want to take a crack at it this time. They want to try it. They want to try their hand at Death Note, another Netflix adaptation of the manga. No, <laughs> like, listen, listen, Why? listen. I mean, y'all try it. But you didn't do it with us this time. Now we're going to take a crack at it. It should be palpable, but I'm not sure if it is going to be that way. But we'll see. We'll see. The bar is set pretty they low for them. Done, they could have done any other dark anime. I don't know why we're going back to Death Note to the point where I'm just like... I mean... There's so many other anime shows you could have adopted and really have made it like... Especially ones that are not as mainstream as Death Note and really made it... Like more people get into that fandom, and I'm surprised the Duffer Brothers just. It's didn't. a really good emo show. Wow. People love emo, and they're like, "Yeah, let's just do There's it." There's so many other emo shows. There are. Um, I'm surp- I mean, it could also be a license thing. I don't know, but I'm also yeah. I'm surprised it gets a second crack at it uh, as a revamp. Honestly, I, I it's but we'll see what the. With, I, I think the they're Brothers trying a series this time. Yeah, so. <laughs> think the one good thing about that adaptation was Willem Dafoe. As Ryuk. That to me was the one good part about that. I loved William Dafoe as Ryuk in the adaptation. That worked so well. Like him just being like, hello there, light. (laughs) William Dafoe be down. He loves playing just different characters. He was perfect. He was really goofy and over the top. Like, yo, if there's anyone who's like, also, I enjoyed, um, of course, uh, Keith Sanford also as L was a good, uh, good attempt as well. But we'll see what they do this time around. Was, he was. He's L Atlanta. <laughs> he was. He was. 
he was lowercase L. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he was he was L with the hyphen. He was Lamonte L. Uh, <laughs> Lamonte, stop! But okay. let's see what the Duffer Brothers decide to do this time around for this redo uh, on um, this 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 new thing. But we could talk about Netflix all day. But let's talk about something that's going to be uh, recent. Something that's going to be changing up a lot of our Sundays. Well, I guess two or three of us. Uh, uh, House of the Dragon. Or as Cat refers to it, House of Dragons. No, House of Dragons. Or Dim Dragons sometimes. House I of saying. Dim Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> no! House no. of Dim Dragons. I like that one better. House of Dim Dragons. What y'all watching? House of Dim Dragons? Dim oh, Dim Dragons. Dragons you're crazy. I feel like that's honestly what the Key and Peele sketch probably referred to. Hey, 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 man, hey, man, hey, man. Yeah. You see them House of Dim Dragons, man? You see the House of Dim Dragons? <laughs> the dragons are sweet. The dragons are <laughs> That is... Fire. That is a Key and Peele, uh, Key and Peele skit. <laughs> In the, in the <laughs> oh god i miss oh that show my oh my gosh i miss that show so much any whom i'm happy to see them doing it yes so we are now i believe in the middle of the season of house of the dragons um, episode six tonight as of now tonight the time there skip. is the 10 t- year time skip so a lot of young in fact, a lot of the cast who are young. Is it five or ten? I think it's ten. I think it's ten. I think it is. Like Game of yeah, I think it's ten years. Oh, yeah, ten years. I thought you meant ten episodes. Yeah, ten years um, for the time jump. Um, and a lot of the younger cast, as far it's as uh, Renera, the main character, and Allison, who is the queen, will be replaced with older actor actresses and actors. So that includes like even uh, Lenore and uh, that family. Those mm-hmm. those people, those actors would be aged up as well. Except for all the and adults. And then like Matt Smith and them, they're going to be just a little bit older, you know, with the white wigs and the wrinkles. So everyone's getting older. There's going to be more at stake. Um, there have been clips showing and teasing about tonight. Um, you know, seeing how this is basically the start of the Targaryen downfall because of all this drama. The first five episodes were just crumbs. I think now episode six, which is tonight, is going to actually is going to be the first domino to fall towards the buildup of the, the, the craziness. So knowing that Rhaenyra, who is the heir of the king, is now older, most likely she is our, she's, you know, she's been married to Lenore for a decade or so. We see in the trailer she has kids. So we know for a fact, you know, things are set as far as she has her kids. She's still the heir. Alicent has been the queen for over 10 years. Her kids are basically teenagers almost. And so we know the king, as you, if you've been watching, he is getting old and he's getting ill. He is literally falling apart with his sores and missing fingers. Um, he, you know... I don't know when, but he's going to drop. The minute he drops, that is when the it's going to go down because it's we have we have people down. who like, yeah, Renera is the heir. That's the way it should be. That's what the king said. And we have people who don't want that to happen, as we saw with Otto. And even in this previous episode, which we're going to talk about, who are against Renera and will probably work together to ensure that this never, like she never sees the throne. Um, 
Uh, but I think we're going to kind of dive into the episode before, episode five, which was a wedding episode. If you know anything about Game of Thrones and weddings, it, and someone always dies. Let's just say that. Someone mm. always dies, and it is very sad. I mean, think of a wedding that no I one died. Like, honestly, I know that, you know, we were trying to, they were trying to hype up, you know, Game of Thrones weddings. This was such a, a, a lackluster wedding compared to the Red Wedding. Like, it was so it's tame. True. Like to the point where I was like, was. "Is there any real stakes with any of these characters?" Like they, like at some point, I was like, no. "All those characters need to live for the next episode." So like, there really weren't any stakes. I think that's so also that the issue with like doing it with like a time skip of like with like with these characters because like we kind of know more or less almost all of you have to be alive, but until the end of the season to like effectively be a part of like the Game of Thrones lore proper that we see years later. So it's kind of like cool. I know you aren't going to die. You're a main character. You're a main character. <laughs> so literally, I knew, oh, cool, a side character is going to die. Because I'm just like, none of you can right. die in the scene. Like, it's like the stakes are super low. Whereas I feel like with the Red Wedding, it was like, cool, anybody can get it. Like, Everyone anybody died. can get it. We don't care <laughs> that Homeboy was the leader of this of this armed rebellion. He can die right now. And guess what's happening? His 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 wolf's head is being sewed onto his body. Anybody can get it. Oh, and this one, it's like, so only sad. some people can get it because never, we don't want to affect the timeline that anybody can get it and the other season that happens years later. I think what was shocking about the wedding is the one who killed him. Like, we weren't expecting that as viewers. Um, and it brought in some characterization of he's not okay, you know, um, all because Cue of my I mean, chemical romance. Things. I'm not. <laughs> he's not I'm okay. Not okay. <laughs> um, he, you know, he. If you remember, if you remember Brienne of Tarth, you know, she was all about her honor, and the, the, she took the oath, which is why I believe the last season was a, was horrible mm-hmm. because she basically threw it out the window when she got with Jamie. Which, you know, let's whatever. pause. Let's talk about that, Kat, because that okay. was disrespectful as fuck. Why? That was a, that last season, out of all the things they did wrong, that bothered me the most. That bothered me the most. The fact that... That scene bothered well, you like, the most? Go, out of everything I'm so, well, like, they go so far as to night this woman and then do this whole, like, right? Jamie and her wind up together nonsense, only to be like, oh, JK, he leaves her after taking her virginity to go back with his sister and just leaves her naked yeah. and confused in the bedroom. And it's like, how does this yeah. serve the overall plot? They didn't need to get together for you to do that to us. You were just looking for... They didn't even have I to feel sleep like that each last other. season, they were trying to find ways to just, like, really, to, like, shock people as opposed to, like, writing a compelling story that makes sense. I think that, to me, proves that. Because, like... This none of this needed to have happened to to further any plot. You just didn't know what to do with her character, but you knew that Jamie had to wind up back in King's Landing. It's like, well, he's gonna wind up back there anyway. Let's just have him be an, an extra dick and double down on that and like be and like get this woman's hopes all the way up after telling her more than once, like, you know, I'm actually I, I love my sister, I'm cool, we're just friends. Let's just have him fully ignore all of that and go, actually, you know what? Now that you're a knight. I kind of like you. Let's have sex. Oh, actually, you know what? I like my sister a lot more. <laughs> it's like, that's gross. I gotta be by that's my side. Gross. Stuff is going down. But- right? No, that is one of the many. Uh, fun fact. Someone pointed this out online. Is If you remember in the first episode when Rhaenyra of House of Dragons, when Rhaenyra is coming in, swooping in on her dragon, they said it's mimicking the way the end of season six ended when... Uh, 
Danny is on her dragon flying away. Mm. So if you kind of watch it, it's almost like a continuous mm-hmm. thing, which kind of makes you realize, did the creators of the show feel like season seven, eight do not exist in their head and that anything that they're creating in the show in the next however many years, it's only going to reflect the first one through six seasons of Game of Thrones. Don't know, but I enjoyed that pettiness. And uh, (laughs) actually seeing that uh, similarity. It's honestly a huge safety blanket. Like, if you know that nothing you do canonically is going to affect the story that happens way later, and you just got to fall within these lines, you, like, they're, they're, you don't, you you can have fun, but also you don't take big risks, you know? Like you, the, mm-hmm. like the show's already wrapped, and you know that you're doing a prequel show, so you pretty much can't take any risks with your show because it's gonna like fully jeopardize like the canonical product, which is a good thing and a bad thing. And it's a bad thing in that this show again has no stakes. We know ultimately what's gonna happen. Like it, like everyone like, dies. Like, so for we know that they're gonna like they're probably. probably gonna continue to keep telling us about this goddamn uh, lore drop of the one who will like unite us, knowing full well that nothing happens with that at all. Uh, we know they're gonna talk about, about the need for all these three dragons. None of that matters at all. <laughs> the White Walkers. The White Walkers. They do none of that's that. gonna matter at all. So literally, I feel like it's an entertaining show. It looks cool. None of it matters. Like that's. If, if, if I could like some like surmise an entire show, literally House of House of Dragons, House of Dim Dragons, none of this matters. That's what I would describe it's it as. None good of this matters. Medieval trashy TV. That's what it is. It's not. It's not like as far as quality. Like we're not. I, I don't put it up there with Game of Thrones. It's literally entertaining trashy TV. And the fact that I say this is because my favorite character is the most toxic character. I never would never like to talk to a character on any show. Matt Smith's <laughs> David character <laughs> is the best damn character on the show. And I hate toxic characters. But because the show keeps <laughs> safe and bland so much. And like, okay, uh, what was it? Episode three, when he didn't talk for the entire episode and he had that 20 minute fight scene, I was like, what? Then in the previous mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. five, barely anything to say until when he was like, rubbing my coins. Oh yeah, she died. I'm coming for you to pick up what she like is inheriting. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a, it's such a shame. I was just like mm-hmm. the audacity. And then when the queen walked in, he didn't even stand up. I was like, this mm-hmm. man. And then on top of that, he going to try to make out with Renera on the dance floor in front of her daddy, in front of his salad. Like- in front of her salad. Wait, Raymond, <laughs> have you watched any of this House of the Dragons? <laughs> Nope. Great. Nope. Uh, there's a scene that fully <laughs> made me realize that everyone in these characters is garbage. Um, Renera is yes. 16 years old or 15 or however old she is. She's a teen. Matt She's Smith's a teen. character takes her to a brothel and proceeds to attempt to have sex with his niece. And that's what I'm like, oh, this show is just, okay, I get that. That part Jamie and Cersei, <laughs> gross. Hands down gross. They're two adults who are gross can get that still gross but the fact that this is her uncle and this is a child who you literally saw like you know playing sword fighting she watched grow up i was like oh this is gross as hell like no thank you and they went, they went into it they were i'm like how far are you gonna go into the scene when they yeah, t- when he took whole girl's pants down, i was like swear to god Nef- <laughs> like hbo y'all do a lot of things HBO, right I know y'all do a lot of things <laughs> and like the max means we go to the max but y'all gotta have a line oh, man, and thank god they stopped i'm like 
even then I, this is uncomfortable. That is a baby. That, 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 that actress really looks young and she's probably over 18, yeah. but she just looks like a child anyway. So I'm like, oh, I feel uncomfortable watching Matt Smith's grown ass frame <laughs> over this small child in this brothel. And I was like, you know what? All y'all can go. And again, none of this matters. The crazy thing about this show is, you know, the Targaryen tree is basically a square. But the fact that in the characters, when we talk about making other people get with each other, they're more appalled about either the age gap more than, oh, that's their sibling or whoever they relate to. And I'm like, y'all should be both that. It is the age gap and that they're related. But it's like, mm, they're a little too young. We'll wait. And then maybe. And I hate when those characters talk about that. Like... Y'all squint, like y'all not tired of. Well, okay, and they also pick and choose when the age gap matters. Because there are certain right. points in time where they say, "Oh, she's too young," but then it. meanwhile, the king at some point gets propositioned to marry a six-year-old, and everyone's like, "Hey, she's she's the only daughter from this wealthy house." Like and he's like, he's like, oh, I don't and like he's this, literally, but I'm gonna get with the fourteen-year-old like, girl. Raymond, they literally set this man up on like a meet cute with this with this like kindergartner, and he has to like hold her hand and walk through this fucking. Like, he was has like, to walk through this uh-uh. fucking. Like, this little rose garden holding her hand and literally asks her, so like, what do you like to do? That's basically the question she just asks this child. Like, what are you into? Like and what is her response? Raymond, her response is, I want to be a successful mother and queen to the region. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. He's like, did your father tell you literally, to say that? And I'm like, She's I don't like, like any of this. <laughs> this is so trashy. This is baby. I don't like it. Um, but yeah. now, Marlon, oh, God. that baby has I grown, have, and it looks like she's getting with Damon. I'll tell you right now, so. I haven't even watched it. I'll probably watch it after this, but I know that it's going to be some bullshit, so I'm just, I'm just ready for it. Well, in this episode, they're going to... Well, tonight, we'll probably talk about it next week. Oh, but, that's fine. I mean... Um, I, it's going to be more about, you know, the 10-year jump. Everyone has kids, and with kids comes more drama, because that means those kids going to have to marry somebody to get ready for the future and i'm not okay with that because i'm like look i'm tired of, of these relationships but i'm just here for the adults to be messy to each other let's leave all the sure. out, Kat, i'm know? sure you but, were fully on damon's side when he when he christopher reed old girl off that no, horseback i wasn't <laughs> She didn't deserve also, again, that. That scene made no sense. You don't trust this man, and you are going to let this a, man. That's a scene in the book. Up on in and the, just, again, it can in happen the, in the book. You could also write it uh, differently. But they, didn't for the say, movie. they didn't say he killed her, but it was the way that the description of her body was. People said, "Oh, she fell off the horse, and her head was her skull was crushed." And, and I think the producers were like, "That was a weird description in the book, so we had to like." But you know what's interesting about scene. things is that there's this group of people that are called writers who have the ability to write scripts, and some of them are pretty good. Oh, I know a good writer myself. Their name's Eming, uh, which confuses me as to why no one was like, "Cool, they why, gave us why, no why tools." Why do you mean this? You're, you're a you're a good you writer. I've, write I've, House of Dragons. I've read your book anyway. So like again, you, you I didn't. Did. I gave you notes anyway. So you you when? I, I tagged you with them anyway. So you have a character who literally is supposed to have paralyzed another character. And that you could take that scene and like add it and like fully go into it and make it interesting and make it compelling. But to go like, cool, he walks up to her and she says, hello, husband. And he says, hello, lady wife. And then he walks closer and she looks at him and she tells him, what are you doing here? 
And he's like, I've come to see my wife. You don't love me. Hmm. He stares at her and then he grabs the reins of her horse and pushes it. And the horse goes straight up and falls down. Woman is paralyzed. And that's the end of the scene. And I'm like, you could have given me something else. You're like, I, I get it happened fast because. in the book, but that all that dialogue was not worth what we just saw. It, I, 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 that scene didn't have good dialogue. And I don't know if the writers want to, they take dialogue. Like, I don't know if there was more and they just cut it out because they really do like using Matt Smith. Like they like it when he doesn't talk a lot. And I get it because again, he's like, <laughs> well, I forget. Someone did a meme about how the way he came in for that wedding and they were saying, uh, what song was being played? It was some rap song. And it was like, that is definitely the mood of how he Somebody was come get um, him. He's dancing on his dragon. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, something in. Like, bring him out, bring him out or something. Because the way he was just walking in, because nobody said anything. He just strolled in. And then, you know, he has to, like, he was too much. Um, but as much as I hate and entertained by the character he's he's like, i'm sorry he's the only one who's, who's carrying the show because everyone else is bland but now that we have older actors we have things much higher we have higher stakes let's make Fingers like crossed. i'm interested to see what is this going to happen like i mean what's what's going to happen like is this going to be the same mundane thing until somebody else steps up to the plate or and they have two seasons right they have two seasons of this to do and well, they want to have more than two seasons, though. And again, y'all. I don't know how they're going to do that. This. I don't know if they're going to get past the first season. They're going to have to do what they did in Boba Fett and spend like four episodes on a whole other character <laughs> they have to bring up. And it's going to be Ben like, Smith. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It was like going to pop over to, to like uh, King, not King's Lighting, to like uh, Winterfell or Dorne and be like, cool, we need to talk about someone else that has an impact on the story. Let's go. S- like I, I feel like they can only cover though. the Targaryens for so long. I mean, before it gets stale, and then and there's going to be a bunch of time skips. Already. So, I, right. honest as I, as honest as kept, it's really boring. They're probably going to try to like bounce around, bring in a new character. I think it's only going to get two seasons, and then they're going to move on because at some point, uh, that Jon Snow show comes out, and it's like, well, people like Jon Snow. Why would we invest in two Game of Thrones shows? I don't understand why they're investing in a bunch. You know who needed a show was Arya. What did you say, Ray? She was the one. They're investing in a bunch of Game of Thrones shows. They had a bunch of announcements. Like ten thousand ships, whatever that is about. This is too much. It's like we got Star Wars, we got Game of Thrones, we got Marvel. Everyone's got to have a cinematic universe. Welcome to the multi fandom life, like. This, this this is our lives now. It's like stuff we've seen before are going to be dragged out for the rest of our lives now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so I got on my end. This is the way. <laughs> this um, is the way. But um, yeah. yes. No, go ahead. If you had any last thoughts on no, House of Dragons, my, my thought is unrelated to House of Dragons. I'm just going to end it here and say We'll keep y'all updated by the end of the season of do we think it's going to be another season two or not? Because I feel like it's not. 
But if we do, then I don't know they're, how we're going to make invested. it. They're invested. I feel like they will. Cat, I sent you a thing about they're going to do a whole other show like th- 300 years before this. Stop as well. it. Like Nymeria. Stop <laughs> it. Who's Nymeria? The one that Cat, uh, uh, not Cat. Uh, um, <laughs> you can't keep doing that. That um, Aria based her, her, her wolf up. Like, what if we go back? Oh, God. What if we go back God, much longer than in the first time? Three hundred years. Go back that's what it said. Five hundred years. Her Princess Nymeria. <laughs> you know what? If we're gonna go into Game of Thrones stuff, I don't know why they're not picking the most obscure but most interesting things that they didn't spend time on, like the Children of the I Forest and that whole. That lore. might be it. I want to see that. We'll never understand because <laughs> they never explain well, it. <laughs> I'm thinking, Amy, what you were saying. If they're going that far back, are they gonna try to tie in the first children? With that far back. Because who is the Witch King? Because that might be something they do. Truly in the Forest. All that, the three-hour raven. I need that to be a show because that was, that's not even really explained in the books. That's never explained in the TV show. You can really make it a dark fantasy if you, if you know, well, you, you know who's never going to finish. So I don't know who's going to write that story. Somebody's going to have to write that story. And that, that's the Game of Thrones show I want. Plus an Arya spinoff because she was the only one who actually had the ability to go forward in a new story. Those are the only two shows I, mean, I, I I'm she also in, but we're not was the that. only one that became a mutant on her uh, or a superhero. She <laughs> was the only character, that. and again, no, no, we're, we're talking, talking about, about. She was the only character that became a superhero. She could change freaking faces. She's the only one that got superpowers. And that she's entire, the only one who stopped the war. Entire, she stopped she the war. But again, she has superpowers, <laughs> and they t- and I need That's more. True. I need more context around her superpowers. Like, what but else can she do? Like, I need more information on that. And again, we won't get it for another twenty years uh, because we're, we probably won't get a finished like series from George at all. And when we probably do get it finished, it's gonna be in fifty or sixty years from now. And then, and then two fifty or sixty shows. years after that, we're gonna get his like version of the Samarillion for his world finally, way after the fact, because that's kind of how he does that. things. Because again, there's no way we could get like as much information uh. from the outside gleaming of the novels we have because we don't have his like appendices like they do have in like the summer is it cool like you want to know about all like the the elves and their history here's the summer really it's going to give you all those like offshoot like tree stories we don't have that with game of thrones right and only one who has that is george and his team of ghostwriters uh who are probably did he even write <laughs> did he even write game of thrones i'm did sure he, he I, here's the thing this man i'm betting gave them like a skeleton like here's the skeleton Here's what I want. I'm going to review it, but like, I'm going to do like other cool things. Here's what I want you all to write. I'm going to read it by the end of the week. After he's like, nope, don't like it. Do it again. Nope. Don't like it. Do it again. It just feels like he's had a falling out with somebody and he's just not going to finish until they get right or something. Cause I'm just like, he just has professional grade level writer's block. It looks like, like, you know what? Even I get writer's block, except the most professional. Except I feel like this is is what happens when you have writer's block and you have money. It's like, you know what? I could just sit and stare at my computer or I could go and write an entire lore of a video game. I'm going to do that. Or someone needs to come out and be like, if you finish your book, we'll pay you this amount of money. Like, that's another no, this, You know how many writers this man is wealthy. This man is, this man is good to go. Uh, maybe we can get... We'll or maybe we know. can have Amy. Jon Snow is it. still not... He's still unconscious in the books, you guys. That's, that's, that's where it is. That's where it stops. <laughs> <Actually, laughs> <right. laughs> He's still unconscious 
Don't know what Danny's like. That's that's what, why you that's so upset. That's how far back like, we are. Wait, no. That's 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 the even last no, no, thing. no. Kat, the last thing is Brianna Tarzan's being choked out by the zombified body of that's true. Uh, the Stark yeah. mom. Lady of, of, of like, yeah, like, yeah. Caitlin Stark, Stark is, is hanging Lady, her Lady like, from a tree. That's the last thing we get, and it's like yeah. we're done with this now. Yep. I was like, wait a minute, she's being killed. So we don't know if Brianna Tarzan survives the story anyway. We don't know. Now you know why I'm upset, Marlon. I've been upset for so long. I need freaking answers. And season seven and eight of Game of Thrones is not. Let's stop. Because again, Amy knows I'm going to start. No, we can wrap it after this. But did you happen to watch the reunion? reunion what reunion? there was like some like game of thrones or like uh like there's like all this like the yeah like there's all this like other snippets of like the cast like reacting to their final season yeah. and like joking about it so like everyone is very aware of this that, they, that their last year on the job was was not great and that like the hey worst. like there were a lot of weird things that happened we just showed up every day and had a fun time doing it but yeah it wasn't great emilia was like in the promo, she was like, "Yeah, it's, check it out." Like you could, t- you, she cannot lie. She was just like, "Yeah, check it check out." It out yeah, it's the greatest. Judge it for yourself, you know. Tell me about it. But uh, at the same time, I know in her, I know she gave a lot to this character because she, yeah. you know, she really cared about this character, and she has mentioned, you know, her story in her head. Her story could keep going because, again, if you remember how it ended, she died, but then her dragon took her away. Um, there's other her rumors that he took her to where the red riches are to revive her, or he just took her because dragons in story in the story they go back to where they were born, and he was born in old Valeria. So there's also that she's just dead, and he's just flying there to basically mourn her, or as Amelia kind of said was. You know, Dragon probably took her to the little village where all the... There's so many people who can resurrect her and she could come back. But I don't think... I think... I don't think we're going to get her, that. But in the books, we could if somebody would freaking write them. That's all I'm going to say. Cat, we, Kat, we've all um, told you, Cat, you legally cannot go to this man's house. You need to stop. Cat, pull over your vehicle. Hey, that person did it in my video. Cat, this is is a podcast. Pull over your vehicle, Cat. Turn back around and go home. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. So Ray has been trying to get in a thought for like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Game of Thrones goes on forever. Um, Our favorite show just came back. Episode one just came out this past week. I gotta make sure I. Abbott Elementary? Yep, yep, yep. I gotta make sure I plug it real fast before we get out of here. Um, oh, it's it's uh, hilarious! It's back on. Yep, still all the same great yes. characters and all the same great jokes. So uh, yeah, make sure maybe we talk about that mm-hmm. soon in longer detail. But for sure, as well as good show, final so. season yes. of, of Atlanta as well. Next next time, that's true. I gotta catch hey, up. Bob's Burgers came on tonight. Bob's Burgers is back. It's that time nice. of year with the fresh television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love fall television. It's the best shows. October but, um, anime starts yeah. next week. Lots of things. That's true. Overstimulation. Next Saturday is going to be We don't got to leave the house. We ain't got to leave the house. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't doing that anyway, but now I'm definitely hey. locking the doors for myself. I mean, you should always lock <laughs> like, the door. <laughs> no, I meant like for myself. <laughs> like, yeah, locking my bedroom door so I can get out of that room too because I'm watching anime mm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Got it. 
Anyway, Marlon, do you have any plug for morning Marlon's Corner? Nah, I mean, oh yeah. Uh Netflix's Dahmer, uh the Jeffrey Dahmer uh docuseries or just series in general. Uh I'm are we reviewing that? It's wild. Uh I forgot a lot about the, the case and then watching it, I was like, oh yeah, all this did in fact happen, and he did thrive at murdering people in a predominantly black neighborhood. Uh and no one did anything about it. Which is why I talk about a lot of like how this man killed so many people, but because he was uh targeting gay black and brown men during the eighties, during the eight epidemic, he just was just under the radar completely. It's the worst timeline. It is quite dark. And if you're feeling like you have the stomach for it, you can watch it. But Evan Peters did the damn thing. And they go to a lot. uh, They they do a lot in this film. They do a lot. Missy Nash is fucking amazing in this. She's she was, in this. She was She's me. so good. She was stressing me out in the trailer. That's why I was like, oh, no. I can't watch she this. She plays an angry and concerned black mom like anyone who has been around an angry and concerned black mom. Right. And I was like, I can't watch this. Like, there's a lot of dialogue. I'm like, that <laughs> sounds like something Kat would say. I'm like, scared. that is definitely like a like a, a full, like, like down south mom of like, ain't th- this don't make no sense. <laughs> I keep calling y'all. And ain't nobody doing nothing about this. I didn't call y'all six to 11 times by now. You tell it, oh, DC. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I do want to say, because of Netflix and stuff, and since Ryan Murphy was behind the Dahmer thing, and Amy, I know you know, but part of the new uh, Netflix lineup, he's also putting out a movie called The Watcher. And I don't know if you guys ever watched the BuzzFeed um, mystery spooky thing or anything on Dateline, but The Watcher is about the family that lived in a haunted house in New Jersey and all the crazy stuff that popped on. They didn't know it was the neighbors or whoever, but this movie basically is telling a true story. It has, um, what's his name? First name is Bobby. Bobby and, uh, Naomi Watts. Sorry in this movie. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Schmurter is acting now? Good job, Bobby Schmurter. Cal, uh, <laughs> Anyway, check out the trailer. Um, I am only bringing it to your attention because R- Ryan Murphy is a very busy man, and apparently he has a good deal with Netflix because he has been putting out a lot of, of horror stuff or light horror, I like to call it, on Netflix. Um, and since Dama was such a big hit, that is the next hit that's coming out soon. Um, it looks really interesting because it's not like a haunted house; it's just people going crazy in real life and trying to get people out of the house again. And that means threatening the kids. Because I was like, this trailer stressed me out. Why is Ryan Murphy keep doing this to us? But uh, The Watcher, check out the trailer. Probably, Marlon, I feel like you're going to probably do a review on it in the future. Um, yeah, check it out. Um, does anyone else have anything to add before we wrap up? Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for coming together and talk about all the wonderful things that we talked about today. Listeners, thank you for choosing our show to be your show of the day. Don't forget to hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website, geekforcepodcast.com. With that that being said, stay safe. Enjoy the wonderful season of fall. Don't forget to check out a nice comic book on this fall day and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.